welcome to The Hive Life, where we pull back the curtain on Spherical Media, a company based in Charlotte, North Carolina, with a team of former journalists that create beautiful, impactful stories that connect with your audience. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Hive Life Podcast. I'm Jared Latch alongside Tim Bear. We're excited to welcome all of our guests, but our guest for this edition is TJ McCullough, who we have worked with on from a partnership standpoint. He's the market president and publisher at Charlotte Business Journal. And TJ, thanks for making some time for us. No, absolutely. Thanks to you fellas for, uh, you know, for all that you're doing. And con- I already said it earlier, but congrats again for another year on the Inc. 5000 to you fellas. We appreciate that for sure. Now, now you've been a guy that's been in the print digital news world is, is how I've, I've termed it here since shortly after leaving school at Gardner-Webb. What initially drew you to that opportunity? And, and it was first at the Sports Business Journal. Yeah, that's a great question. And that's uh, what I always share is uh, I didn't go to school to go into media. It kind of, I found it. And the way it works is I'll try to sum it up really quickly is so played basketball at Gardner-Webb into my senior year, uh, got offered a professional chance to play in Finland, but I had one more semester left in school. So I remember getting the call from my agent and he said, I, you have to leave tomorrow morning. Knowing myself, I would never finish up that semester of school. So I decided to stay with my girlfriend at the time, wife now of 12 years, and we ended up staying in Charlotte. With that being said, that last semester of school, I didn't do any type of internships. I was just very irresponsible, and I wanted to spend that last semester in, in like a normal college student and, you know, not think about jobs or anything. So with that being said, I ended up, my parents called me and said, hey, you're going to have to come home immediately if you don't get a job after I graduated. So that kind of got my butt in gear, and I applied for probably 30 positions, got turned down. I was like, oh, thanks. What is it? You know, business administration degree. You know, I figured I could get a job. So long story short, had a buddy that told me about a marketing position, lower level marketing position, open up at Sports Business Journal, Sports Business Daily. It's like, have you heard of them? Absolutely not. Um, long story short, I interviewed, got the position. And from there, that's when I kind of fell in love with the media aspect and kind of the audience that the Sports Business Journal, Sports Business Daily delivered. And then kind of worked my way up from there. Started on the audience side, selling subscriptions nationally, advertising from there with the Charlotte Business Journal. Got moved into the director of advertising advertising position and then uh, elevated to this role uh, as president and publisher. Um, and it all started with just creating three or four different revenue streams that kind of stuck, you know, throughout uh, nationwide. And I think they decided to take a chance on me. So here we are. It's awesome, man. And I mean, how, how weird is it to have your name on every email that comes out of the CBJ? Because that's a lot of emails. <laughs> First thing I get from people I talk with is like, hey, I get I get blown up by you, you know, at least twice a day. So I'm like, first, my response is thank you for being a subscriber. We certainly appreciate it. But we still have a lot of people that truly think that I'm literally writing these um, every single morning and every single afternoon. So I, I have some little I, mean, I have some fun with it and let them know that, uh, yeah, a lot of hard work goes into that individually. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's still it's kind of crazy. That made me think of uh, a funny deal when I used to work in TV sports anchor you know I started out and I'd I'd come in the mornings you know six or seven in the morning and I had slots in sports they'd see me the night before and they, they're like wow that's amazing you just you you're there in the mornings too and you know I'm like no that's that's all pre-recorded and, and you see me later so I don't know why that that came into my head uh, but looking at the Charlotte Business Journal you mentioned moving there in 2013 what a great city uh, that we're in right now the, the whole environment growth character trying to still figure out what it is in some ways yeah it's so charlotte i tell everyone it's you know i I joke and say you know i could be you know on the economic development side as well because i do love the city and um what we're doing in the city and it's um you know a testament to it's kind of funny 
we had one of our biggest biggest publications ever come out in March, our decade of growth. And obviously, you know what happened in March. So it was kind of like ironic, which was, you know, it's it's horrible with what's going on in the economy now. But with Charlotte, with how much it's booming, that's why we did the decade of growth publication, because the past 10 years, even since I've been here for 13 years, just, you know, I'm seeing your backdrop at the skyline. There's probably 12 less buildings that would be on that skyline 12 years ago. So that's definitely on the commercial side and, and what we're doing. But with everything else, um, with all the economic upward mobility and the things that we're implementing as a city, I, I don't plan on leaving this this town anytime soon. So, you know, TJ, you guys have built a significant business around awards and events on top of just the publications. And those events, you know, can, can't happen right now because of the pandemic. What has that transition been like for you guys to the virtual world? And how has that been received? No, that's a, that's a great question. I know um, a lot of people through this community host events. And first, it's just, you know, I hate it for the hospitality industry because obviously we're huge partners with a lot of hotels and, and just venues um uptown and just throughout this you know 16 county region so with your question it's um we certainly have pivoted and it's what we're seeing is our audience is eating up the content events that we do and we have 17 events happening virtual events happening from now until the end of the year a lot of them are still going to be the awards events i know we were joking about the 40 under 40 we're still going to have our signature events obviously those have changed but our content events, what we're seeing is, yes, everyone's doing Zoom meetings or their own webinars, but it's nice to hear from our audience and these the C-level executives throughout the city that they want to come to, you know, not a politically skewed um, talking points. They want it to be just all about business. So we're getting these C-level executives to talk about different issues. For example, we've had one around the future of the workplace. We've had one around mental health. We have one coming up around the future of forced, you know, forced working from home flexibility with a lot of uh, HR executives on it. So any of those, I mean, you hold your breath, but we're averaging anywhere from 250 to 600 people per these virtual events. And if they're committing that hour of their time to sit there and listen, you know, I always ask them to have one or two business takeaways from these discussions that they can, you know, bring back to their business and apply either as a best practice or, you know, use it as don't be a stumbling block for them, if that makes sense. And TJ, you know, racial equality, oppression, all those things top of mind these days. And for good reason, you know, there's there's a, a long road ahead uh, to starting to do things uh, the way they should be. But a timely publication that you all put in place, the Walk Together publication, and that's in partnership with the Harvey B. Gantt Center. Tell us more about that. No, that's um, that's something that came about when all this, you know, happened. I think it was in early April. And obviously our editorial side has been running a lot of great stories, has a lot of great media outlets across the city, which is great. And it's great to see that, you know, the backing behind this, which this should be, this is, should have been happening for years. And I wanted to have a discussion because we're not experts in that area. And that's why we partnered with the Harvey B. Gantt Center. David Taylor and his team have been absolutely excellent to work with. And what we're doing is we're going to highlight, you know, 10 black owned businesses, um, but we're going to dive deeper than that. Not your typical, you know, just interview questions, but we're going to kind of go into the nitty gritty because the big thing that I asked David was, hey, we're looking to do this in September. We don't want to rush it. We obviously want to put thought behind it. Even if we don't have funding behind it, we're doing this because we believe in it. We're going to make the investment internally. And what resonated with me is David, you know, he said, um, TJ, this problem isn't going to be solved in September. So this is absolutely, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for thinking about it and um, putting your thought behind it. So we're going to spotlight that. They have helped recognizing the companies, and it fits with our audience, too. So we're going to have a commercial real estate company, a residential real estate, an HVAC company. So people that fit within the Business Journal audience and kind of tell that story. So 
certainly very excited about it and uh, looking forward to continuing that coverage moving forward. Very cool. Very, very cool. So um, one of the other things we talked about when we were getting ready for this was the National Research Teams Program. What does that include? What does that mean? So yeah, we've, we've started that because what we have, I mean, a lot of people don't know about the business journals, not just the Charlotte Business Journal, but we're owned by American City Business Journals, which the headquarters is right here in Charlotte. And with that, there we are all overall, overall owned by Advanced Publications, which if you're familiar on the consumer side, that's going to be your GQ, your New Yorker, um, Charter Communications, Discovery Channel. So that is kind of the Newhouse family that owns Advanced Publications. So we are the business side of that. And our privately held companies and businesses, we have so much research on that. So we put a research team together where we're doing custom research with in-depth white papers if a client wants to sign on around any type of topic, whether that's the, you know, the commercial real estate industry, technology, finance, economic development. And that can be done on a national level through all 44 of our markets, or it can be done regionally, pick 10 out of the Southeast, or it can be done in just a single market. So we're developing those white papers over a three-month period over surveys and research projects that we send out and our team gathers that data and then we put it into a white paper long form native content play for the client so there's so much going on right now the cbj uh, these these new initiatives the transition to virtual events what are you most excited about i know you've got to have your hand on the the pulse of essentially everything but what's next exciting? I know the research thing is, is pretty fascinating with what's gonna come out of that. What else are you looking toward? I mean, obviously it's, um, I'm looking, for, I think all of us, you know, that cure for the cure for COVID so we can get back to a meeting in general like this. It's just great to sit by a human being and have a discussion. So this is actually refreshing and, and nice right now. But what I'm looking forward to is I think this is, I mean, it's changing the media landscape. So it's ever evolving. You have to be nimble. We have to be able to pivot. And I think with the opportunities that we are offering with the research, with, you know, our custom um, publications in print and digital, as well as our content events, um, I think it is something that where I think we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to expand. This year we've opened up a Cleveland Business Journal, which is great for the expansion. And we're looking at, you know, possibly different markets to run into. So with that being said, I'm just excited to see where our journalists are going to take it to the next level, because that's what I told the editorial team the other day. Um, I stepped in on their meeting um, with our editor, Robert Morris, and just told them like how proud I am of them because the engagement is through the roof. And that's what they go to school for. They go to school to be journalists so they can, I mean, the time is horrible, but what they're doing right now and the stories that they're reporting on, that's that's why they went to school to do this. And I'm kind of excited to see this new next step of journalism take place. Now I have to throw a college basketball question in there. You've got your Under Armour gear on. <laughs> you got to select. Oh yeah. Uh, PSB select. On. You know, I, I like it. You, you did that for me. I yep. appreciate it. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned Gardner-Webb where you played and then you spent one year on the staff there as well. Uh, I'm just curious, what did you take from that experience that maybe translates into who you are now? Could be in this current role or just overall in your professional life? No, that's a that's a great question, Jared. And it's, uh, I think a lot of my fellow athletes out there, male or female would, would certainly agree with this. It's just a competitive nature. It, it just kind of put, instills in you the a work ethic and just what I always told, even through the interviewing process, is just not, you, you don't want to fail. You have too much pride. You don't want to let your bosses down, your, you know, your mentors. And at the end of the day, you're going to do everything you can um, to make it happen. So for me, I think that's why I went the sales route and moved up um, instead of the editorial side. Because for me, it was sales, the numbers never lie, just like in sports. 
and you can always hold yourself accountable. You really don't need anyone to hold yourself accountable, even though you do need those mentors in your life. So for me, it was just taking that, transitioning it from the court onto my personal life. All right, TJ, this is when it gets fun. We get the rapid fire, more personalized questions. And the first one we always start out with is what motivates you? Uh, it's cliche, but my family I have a wife, uh, three boys and a golden retriever. So at the end of the day, that's, that's always going to motivate me. <laughs> I like that. So during COVID-19, I don't even like to, I don't know why I had that in here because I don't even like to use the term. I'd rather use pandemic or, you know, event that's happening right now. What have you learned about yourself that you didn't know prior to? Um, that I could never be a teacher and I have a new, newfound respect for that. My wife is a teacher and now with, a homeschooling pretty much two kids. I've learned that I have a the utmost respect for every single person in education. For sure. And my wife was a former teacher. I, under, I understand that for sure. How about this one? Uh, your go-to movie that you can't pass up when it's on TV or it could be advertised on streaming service, but it needs to be, you know, back in the day a little ways. Oh man. Is that just an overall movie? Is it a comedy? Is it It could be whatever. Because I kind of did the high fidelity, because uh, I always do a top five with my wife, and we did this on movies over vacation, and that's tough. Um, that's on. I have to say, I, I like Fight Club, man. Okay. Wow. See, I go Shawshank Redemption. That's good. You know, the one I used to not be able to pass up was Forrest Gump. So hey, I don't know. That's, see, that's that. We could have this conversation <laughs> for days, trust me. That's true. <laughs> All right, so music playlist. What's on there right now? Music playlist. That's another one I could talk about for days. Let's see. Father John Misty, I've been listening to that a lot. Uh, my good old Ian, you know, uh, Joy Division. John Coltrane, because we went through, you know, the beach and through his hometown, so I'm a big jazz fan, so it's a big mixture. But I would say those three, and then also, you know, we were at the beach, so we did have a little bit of Sublime on there, so you got to put that as well. Uh, maybe some Counting Crows, so. I like it. TJ, thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank y'all for the time and uh, thank y'all for doing this. And much here's cheers to continued success in our partnership. Thank you very much. Uh, check out the Charlotte Business Journal site at bizjournals.com slash Charlotte. You can find out more about Spiracle Media by heading to spiraclebuzz.com and check out the resources tab. There you can find blogs, video tips, and more podcast episodes. There's a whole lot of things. So go check it out. For TJ McCullough and Tim Bear, I'm Jared Latch. Thanks so much for joining us and so long for now. You've been listening to The Hive Life, brought to you by Spiracle Media. Always remember, you can visit SpiracleBuzz.com or follow us at Spiracle Media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll see you next time on The Hive Life.